0: Good day, friends. Welcome to Friday, September the 29th. And today's episode of Enough for Today, we're in Psalm 63. We just laid the foundation yesterday for this psalm. And uh, today we're going to press into it and read forward. I'm pre-recording this because uh, Thursday and Friday are extremely busy and I didn't want to uh, get stuck without the time. And so by the time we're watching this, we will have uh, finished our day with the Gettys. And today, Friday... We will be spending the morning finishing up our worship conference with about a hundred church leaders. So pray for that. We'll quickly turn the corner and uh, get ready for Sunday, resetting the building uh, and getting ready for Emmanuel Global. So Emmanuel Global is is all the month of October. We'll welcome some guest missionaries. We have uh, requested that some send us updates via video. We we go each week a different theme. So we begin with our global international missionaries and efforts then we move to our national church planting efforts, then we move to our regional and local efforts with local partnerships and local church plants, and then we move to um, our media outreach, and there's five Sundays in October this month, uh, this year, so, um, so the last Sunday we're going to just look forward and talk about future opportunities and missions and kind of share the vision of where we're going in our global strategy in, in helping to church plants helping to plant churches, I should say, helping to train pastors and equip them and um, encourage them along the way. We want in every way possible to occupy until Jesus comes. We want to bless pastors and equip them and edify them and strengthen churches. We will be doing that next week with 52 pastors and their wives and spending many hours mentoring and counseling and advising and praying and encouraging. So you pray for all these things and I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for sharing in the vision. And in the, in the effort, because if you are part of our church, this is all in part an extension of you and your generosity and your goodness and commitment. Well, David is running from his son Absalom and from a hostile takeover. He has been dethroned, but not really. David was put on the throne by God and he's been promised that throne by God. So this is a God thing. David was not just seeking power. He was a shepherd boy. He didn't really even want power, but God uh, called him. God anointed him. God appointed him. And uh, the best the best power holders are those generally that don't want the power. Um, but that, that means they hold it very carefully and loosely and accountably. Uh, those that seek it go after it and, and are very tight-fisted with it. That's a kind of a scary thing. That's how Absalom was. So David is in this moment where it seems like God's will in his life is being thwarted. It seems like God's will is being overcome. Do you ever feel that way? Uh, the fact is, friend, God's will cannot be overcome. If God before us, who can be against us? God is sovereign. He is powerful and providential in your life. And so his best plans are unfolding. If you're seeking him and following him, you're right on schedule. Now, if you've strayed or rebelled, get back, okay? His arms are open. Come back. Repent. Um, because who knows what kind of wilderness you're in because of that. But there are times when we're in a wilderness like David is, and it's by God's design. God, We followed God there. So let me just go on record to say that before we even read verse 1, David's in the wilderness of Judah which is the region around Jerusalem, but he's there uh, he's following God there. God led him there. And I think he knows that. He, he doesn't want to be where he is but he trusts God there. And that's that's so often where we are in life. We don't want to be where God has led us. Uh, circumstantially, geographically, whatever the situation. Um, in terms of career, other things. We just don't want to be where God's led us. But my friend, trust me, you don't want to be anywhere else either, okay? Um, the, the place to be every day of life is where God has led you. So choose to be there. Choose to embrace it. Choose to Choose to thrive there. Um, choose to set your affection on your God and on where he has led you and that's what David does in verse 1 so look at what he says oh God thou art my God early will I seek thee my soul thirsteth for thee my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is oh there's so much I want to comment on and uh, I don't want to take a lot of time but First of all, David says, God, you're, you are my God. So this is just like a declaration. It is an affirmation. It is an expression of love and devotion. It is a fixed dynamic. My heart is embedded. I'm all in. God, you are our relationship. My standing with you, your, your place with me, my relationship with you is not in question. Now, my friend, this is a reckoning moment that is very powerful when you go through a wilderness experience, for you to say, God, you're my God. And these circumstances will not shake, will not strike at the root, at the core of my faith or my commitment or my relationship with you. Nothing comes between us, God. The pressure of this trial is going to push me close to you. It's not going to divide me from you. Oh God, thou art my God. And David says, now here's how I'm going to go through the wilderness. I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to wake up early. Have you ever had a trial or a season that you just can't sleep or you, or, or when you sleep, it's, it's minimal. Uh, Frankly, the last few nights have been that for me. Uh, I try to get to bed at the same time every night and then nights like the nights of this week when there's just a steady flow of, of negative and then a steady uh, expenditure of, of uh, kind of over expenditure over several days. sleep is fleeting Um, and that's just a physiological response. So I imagine David was uh, having a difficult time getting to sleep, probably sleeping, you know, lightly tossing and turning, and then probably waking up early. You know, your first waking thought in seasons like this, when your mind stirs in, in a relaxed season, you can kind of tell your mind to go back to sleep. But in a season like this, your mind just immediately wakes up, grabs on to all the stuff you're stewing over that you're thinking about, that you're concerned about, and your mind just goes. It just It's active, and so there's no point trying to sleep, right? So David says, in, in that moment, early will I seek thee. I love that. David says, well, if my mind's going to wake me up with anxiety, I'm going to run to you. I'm going to go right to God and early seek him. And what does he recognize in the anxiety, in the aloneness, in the earliness, in the early, is that a word, earliness? In the early nature of of his sleepless wilderness experience. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Now this is a beautiful contrast to what we've been studying in John, um, uh, I think it's four or five. The, 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 I think it's for the woman at the well. Moving into seven and eight, I am the bread of life. Uh, I am living water. Whosoever believeth in me uh, will, will flow out of his belly rivers of living water. The Spirit of God, the source of what my soul is thirsty for. Jesus is that source. And so David, hundreds of years prior, knows this that God is a fountain of life and living water and so in a wilderness experience and he's kind of mixing the metaphors of his literal experience um, in this dry thirsty land and he's bringing that into his soul experience. My soul is thirsty like my flesh is thirsty and all of me my soul and my flesh long for you God in this dry and thirsty land it's also dry and thirsty spiritually and there's no water God I'm longing for you now I want to land it there I want to park there for just today and I want to drive to your psyche your heart my friend Um, when you have entered maybe in the middle of a wilderness experience start here God you're my God you are with me right now and I am with you And I'm thirsting for you. And I am seeking you in this wilderness experience. You seek God in your trial. You're going to find him. You're going to see his beautiful purposes unfold even in the wilderness. Happy Friday. Looking forward to a great weekend. See you Sunday. And if not, we'll look forward to Monday.